Lady Vixen Radio, live with your host, Casey Blaze. The hottest show interrupting the airwaves. Hot topics, great music, talent battles, and so much more. On air in one, two, three. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your girl, Casey Blaze. Blaze, and I am super excited because tonight we're going to be talking about love or dating. But before we get started, let me introduce you to my amazing co-host. We have the great Santiago on air. Please say hello. Mr. Santiago, are you available? I can definitely hear you. Brother, please introduce yourself. Hello. Yes, yes, I'm here. All right. And I'm going to give our call-in number. It's 914-205-5816. Again, it is 914-205-5816. Tonight we're going to be talking about are you dating for fun or for potential love? Santiago, let me ask you something. Can you hear me, brother? Hello, can you hear me? I can definitely hear you, Santiago. Good, good. Yes, yes. Sorry about that. Good to be here. It's all good. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good to be here. And, uh, of course, uh, I'm sure this is going to be a, a topic right up my alley because, you know, I'm the master of love. So let's get it started. All right. So tonight we're going to be talking about are you dating for fun or for potential love? Now, during a conversation I had previously with an old friend, I was asked the question, do I date for fun or do I date for love, right? And I had to really think about that because a lot of times, right, we'll sit and we'll say what it is that we want, and we almost say it like it's scripted, like it's something that we've rehearsed and that we've convinced ourselves um, of, right? But it may not necessarily fit what we actually want. We may just say it or say certain things because it's expected of us, number one, because we're so used to saying it, number two. Um, and number three, it's kind of like, you know, we'll go with what everybody else is saying, you know, when you're in the dating pool, right? So mm-hmm. I want to pose the question to you, to our callers. Do you think more people date for fun, or do you think a lot of people date for potential love? Well, I, I believe that it starts with fun. It has to start that way, right? Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, I think most people start with fun, and I think that's the way you have to start because what it does, it just opens up the door to getting to get, you know, that, that level of comfortability where you can actually get to know that person and kind of drop your guard. So um, is there people, I mean, what their agenda is for love? I think, yeah, I think a lot of them, it's, it's probably a, a good portion of them are looking for love. 
uh, desire love or in the, in, in the dating world because they want love. Um, so, you know, I, I think it starts that way. My opinion is how I feel is that it starts with, you know, you finding someone that you can have a good time with, that you can enjoy, that you can get to know each other really, really well, and then eventually, you know, there's going to be moments that, that make you feel that you extremely like this person or maybe even love this person, and then maybe those moments will lead to you falling in love with this person, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, to be honest with you, I feel like a lot of people don't know what dating actually means, especially people of color. I think they have the mm. misconception of dating. Um, the main reason I can say that is this, right? When you go out with a person – um, or you meet someone, right, and you say that I think there's levels, right? So if there's a connection there, there's levels. If you are dating people, you may have the understanding that you're now seeing this person, while the other person yeah. may just think, well, we're just talking, you know. And to just be talking is pretty much the same as, getting to know you still. You understand what I'm saying? Now, if two people are on the same page, then you're okay. You're okay. Um, You know, because they're both mutually walking into the same understanding. They're flowing, and they're both flowing on the same timetable. You get where I'm going? So that's okay. Mm -hmm. But if you're a person who's not being clear, that if you're just dating for fun and because let's face it, there are a lot of people who will say they're looking for one thing, but it's because they have an ulterior motive. They want to obtain something from the other person, and as a result, right, they'll say whatever and, and, you know, anything that's going to get them to the end game, right? So in that case, I feel like one person, one party can be dating for fun, and fun typically doesn't necessarily mean dating for uh, bedroom fun or sex, right? But it could be that they're just dating. They're looking for a person that they can hang out with, they can go out, um, they can get to know, they can just kind of let their hair down and be themselves. And then there are other people who are saying, no, I'm entering into the dating scene because I am, I am definitely looking for potential, something potentially serious, something with long-term, with a long-term goal. You understand what I'm saying? So, on that note, I yeah. feel like the biggest thing, like I said, a lot of people do not understand what dating means. Yeah. And dating, dating means getting to know people. I know that other people who are, you know, other cultures and races of people who are dating, they have a tendency to be, be okay and comfortable with dating multiple people until they decide, mutually decide, that they are going to be exclusive to one another. Um, mm-hmm. Once you determine collectively, like both of you are saying, all right, we'd like to be exclusive, then you're no longer seeing other people. You're no longer taking anybody else serious. I've had, I've heard people say that they are dating um, or I only date one person so that I can get to know one person. So there's a double-edged sword when you're dating. Would you say that there's like a double-edged? Yeah, it can happen. You can kind of like focus. Like you can focus on that person and put that time and energy into that person that, um, you know, sometimes uh, you can be distracted by just uh, dating a plethora of people because you have 
different approaches from yourself, um, the way you're going to court them according to who they are, where they are, what they're, you know, where they're from, or, and then the other per, and then the person that you're seeing actually you'll see is 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 dealing with you different. It can't. It's not going to be all the same. You know, they may not like to go to dinner. They may not like go to. You know, someone may like to go to movies. Someone may like the outdoors. Someone may not like the outdoors. So. There's a lot of little different uh, nuances when you're dealing with somebody with the, within the individuals that it's going to make the dating different. And sometimes a lot of people believe that you should date kind of for fun or just keep your options open because this is the thing that you're going to be able to figure out that a lot you're going to see is that a lot of people are different and they like to do things that are, you know, that are very different from each other. It's not just all the same. If you run into the same type mm-hmm. of person, it's probably you're attracting the same type of person. Typically, right, when you're dating, you're hoping that you run across somebody who has, is like-minded, right, and that the both of you can kind of click in a way. I feel like this. If both parties are transparent in their end game, the end game, because if you're a person who says, you know what, I'm not looking for anything serious, I would just like to meet new people. That's where I'm at in life. I don't want the responsibility of a relationship. I just would like to meet new people um, and have fun. There are people out here who just want to have fun. They don't want anything serious. They don't want to connect themselves to anybody on a serious level, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, right. So, and and that's okay. I feel like everybody, as long as people are being upfront and clear, uh, then you should be okay. I've been in situations where I have said, you know, I want something serious, and the person is like, well, you know, no, I'm not looking for anything serious at all. So if that's where they are, I'm okay with that. Like, as long as they give me the opportunity or the option to be able to say, okay, I still like to get to know you, or no, that's not where I want to go. Like, I don't like my choices being taken. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if you're taking my choices, Mm -hmm. then I feel like you're playing some type of game. There's games that are being played. What is you get where I'm going. Yeah, you shouldn't put pressure on yourself or you shouldn't put pressure on the other person to uh, be something that they may not want to be or they're not ready for. Um, one of the things that I've always believed in is sometimes you don't look for something. You, you let it find you. So if you're sitting there and you're dating, but then, you know, of course, everybody would ideally see someone or I would think so. They're seeing somebody uh with the options of not just somebody that they have a good time with, but somebody somebody that eventually could be more than just a good time. Uh, so you know, at, at some point it can it can really grow into something, but you shouldn't put that pressure on yourself because then I think it, you know that you'll make mistakes and then you may say certain things or do certain things that might make the unper- the other person uncomfortable. So um, one of the things I've always believed in was sometimes you shouldn't be looking for it. It should be it should just find you and let it happen organically where two people meet and then you, you know, you go and grow and you just go off the energy and the vibe into the right direction. And, and I think that's to me the best way. I have a few comments that it shows that people really think, uh, you know, they're, they're across the gambit. There's it's pretty much, there's a lot of different, different views, different thoughts, different approaches, there's courtship that that's a little different for some, and some some of it is grounded in cultures and and different areas and different you know different uh, um, nationalities or whatever that people just do things different. So sometimes you can run into somebody like I said, somebody might want to 
you know, do the simple stuff and without the distractions, don't necessarily go to a club or a bar or a restaurant and may just want to go to the, you know, outdoors and to a park and just talk and really get to know each other with clean, open communication. And I think that's the best way to be. Like I said, transparency is the best way to be. If I can't speak clearly, and I think this is one thing that a lot of times people do. I was going to say the ladies, but I had to adjust my language. I think that sometimes when you meet a person and you really like them, you'll try to um, morph what they say into what you're going to act like. So, for example, if I'm, if I'm out here and I'm trying to meet some, somebody and they say to me, and I'm saying I want a relationship, and they're like, oh, well, I just want friendship. So now I'm willing to accept if I really like the person or I believe I really like the person, right, then I'll morph my answer or I'll morph myself into what they're looking for. So if it's just friendship, all right, then I'll be, I'll be susceptible and I'll go along. And I think people do that to their own detriment. Why? Because now you're doing what I like to call you're breaking your own heart. And a lot of us, tend to do this all the time. A person will tell you who they are, and we don't believe them. Or we think somehow we can change them. We can make them into what we want them to be. Oh, they just want friendship? No problem. I'll be able to correct that. You know what I mean? And then by doing that, you inadvertently hurt yourself because now they're still acting like a single person because they are. They've already told you they want to be single. <laughs> you understand? And you're taking on this notion that you're going to change them. So then when they don't act the way you need them to or want them to, they, you know, they start, quote, unquote, you're lashing out at them. You're acting like something is wrong with them when in reality you set your own stuff up. You know what I mean? You broke your own heart. You played your own self, you know. Um, And the more we realize that, or the faster we recognize that, I think a lot of us would um, stop doing it. We would stop breaking our own hearts. We would stop putting ourselves in situations that are already doomed to fail because the person already let, made it clear that it's not going to go past right. that, you know. So, so what's the approach? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, so now the approach always can be different, too, based on the person. So, when people kind of have something set in their mind, the way they're going to deal with somebody, um, sometimes that actually it actually can change, or I think it will change depending on the person. Uh, for example, me, you know, um, right away, because I'm such an awesome, tremendous, gorgeous guy, that the women are looking for more from me. Mm. So, right. You know, so, yeah, so, I mean, if you're out there and you're trying to date, you know, someone like me, which is not very many men out there like me, but if you do, the first thing I'm always, the problem I'm always, it's just like they're right away want to want to have more with me because I'm, you know, there's so much I bring to the table and I'm, you know, awesome. So, uh, you know, I think sometimes that can be Um, yeah, nice, nice. I think that could be a problem for some people, uh, and their and their mindset will change depending on the person. So sometimes uh, you think that you have a game plan and you think you're going to date this person, and then you find out that they're awesome, dynamic. They look great. They they do a lot of things that you like, and then what happens mm-hmm. is you make 
mistakes because now you're trying too hard to force it into something uh, that that other person may not be, you know, interested in, especially at that moment. Maybe you ha- maybe eventually, but you just can't, you know, people make those mistakes as well when they see somebody who has so much to offer, so much to give, or maybe that's well-rounded. I agree with you. I think to a great degree, we all have the tendency, and I think we've all been guilty of this, right, where when you meet somebody, you like them, you put them in this place in your mind. um, Mm. And by doing that, you put them on a pedestal of some sort. And then as a result, what happens um, is you, you literally overcrowd them. You overwhelm them with yourself. You understand? Because you are trying to make them like you. You want them to see how great you are. You want them right. to see you how you see them. And then as a result, you kind of turn them off. You know what I mean? Like, and in doing that, yeah. again, you fall into the you break your own heart category. And I've, I'm a strong yeah. believer that we tend to do that. And we do it to ourselves, but we give them credit. We give the other person credit. When in reality, it's you. You're doing it. To yeah. yourself, you know. And one of the, but and, and one of the mistakes that they make with that. Go ahead, your No, no, real quick, yeah, before the call. And one of the mistakes they make with that is sometimes they are somebody that are not trying to impress this person. You know, so mm. when you really try hard, now you're saying, okay, this person looks great. They got a great job. They're doing really well. Uh, I, I believe my family will like them. You're, you're gonna make those mistakes, and sometimes you'll you'll kind of. What I believe is that a lot of people put a fake foot a fake foot forward um, where they start to be something that they're not just trying to impress this person. And that's putting pressure not only on that person, but you're putting pressure on yourself to kind of step your own game up when you're, when you're not really, you know, if, it, if it's not really you, then it's coming off, you know, fictitious and, and, and it will turn off the person or eventually those true colors well, of who you really are will come out. Mm-hmm. You could be being too much of yourself. Because sometimes it might not even be that you're being mm, fake. It's okay. just that you're amp- you're rubbing up your good quality. You're embellishing, yeah. But, right. Yeah. You're you're over you're overplaying your hand, and by overplaying your hand, right, it becomes like I said this overwhelming thing for the other person, um, and then it does start to come off like it's it's too good to be true. And 90% of the time, and I've said this before, a lot of people, believe it or not, we are trained not to trust nice. Nice is scary. Think about it. Who, when we say, when they describe serial killers, do you know, they're like, oh, he was good looking. He was charming. He was nice. He was sweet. The villain, we can always acknowledge the villain, and we're comfortable a little bit with the villain. And the reason we're comfortable is because I, I already know you're a villain. I already know you're the bad guy, so I already know to keep my guard up a little bit around you. You understand what I'm saying? It's that nice person that I'm not so sure about. I'm not re- – what right. angle are right. they really coming in? You know, and I think that is the biggest thing that we don't realize that we project onto other people is that a lot of us – and I'm guilty of this. I am guilty mm. of being thrown off by a person who is too nice and too sweet right. and too – too good to be true. I am uh, a little thrown yeah. off by that. Um, you know let's get this when, so- <laughs> when something is too good to be true, it usually is. Go ahead. And that could be the truth. That could be true, too. Um, caller 718 You're on air. 
Peace, peace, peace. This is uh, peace, peace. this is Martin from Brooklyn. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Not well. Excellent, excellent Martin. Martin from Brooklyn. Good to hear. Good to hear um, you again. What's yeah. the uh, Um, I think uh, I agree with a lot of y'all saying. Um, I believe mm-hmm. that there's a lot of there's not a lot of transparency between. A people uh, between two people when consulting a relationship as far as dating for fun, as far as dating for love. I don't believe mm-hmm. there's a thing called dating for love for fun. It's just more or less uh, end game of saying I just want to have sex with you. But it's so hard to say I just want to have sex with you because. Really and truly, you know, a guy is not going to date a girl just to take her out just for the sake of taking her out. There's a reason why he's take, he's attracted to this person, so there's a reason why he's taking her out in the first place. Now, if a guy says that, you know, I'm not ready for a relationship and I don't want anything serious, well, guess what? Sex is serious. Sex can create a life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, but, so if you're mm-hmm. saying you're not wanting something serious, then... You shouldn't be appalled or anything when you're spending all this money out or, you know, taking a, a woman out and she's not putting out, you know? It's like if it's not something serious and you're just trying to build, then accept the building process. But that's the problem. It's like in today's society, it's like we're not we're not able to say you're not able to be clean cut. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the, in the black society... There's really no such thing as really dating. It's either sex or you're courting towards commitment. That's it. It's either one or the other in the in the black society. You know what I'm saying? Outside of our race, yeah. A white guy could take a girl out, no problem. Spend money, mm-hmm. take her out, and she says, yo, there's, me and you have nothing together. And he could be fine with that. But the brothers, we don't do that. We don't do that. It's an mm. end game. It's either we're in a we're going for a commitment, or we're going for you know what I'm saying the prize, and the prize is the female and having relations and everything. So that aspect is kind of funny when people say dating for fun. Another thing I'd like to say is just like I think the dating for fun thing is really based on age because to me I think. When you're 16, 15, or whatever time that you engage with the other female, you're finding yourself. So it's easy for another female to accept a guy who's young and he says, I'm not ready for that because she's not ready for that as well. But I kind of find it difficult to understand if somebody is 40 years old or 45 years old and he's like nah I'm I'm not really I'm just here for having fun. It's like at that point at that point in your life you should have some direction of what you would want whether you'd want commitment because at the end of the day no guy wants to be alone. Like whatever oh I'm not ready for this I'm not ready for that. No guy wants to be alone. I don't want to hear you know what I'm saying? Mm. At, the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, and it's this will hold true 
throughout, and y'all brothers will know what I'm talking about. If you've ever been single and you've been to a family function and everybody else got something, that's when it hurts you when you're single. You know what I'm saying? Single is single is great when you're out having a party or you're saying, you know what I'm saying, or, you know, you know you're going to go check this girl, you go check that girl. But when you need someone, they're never there because you're single. Martin, that, you're not co- that's all. Martin, when you when you run into those situations, that's when you got to go get that uh, stripper that you baited rain on all week <laughs> and tell her, give her a few dollars to come with you to the party. Yeah, but uh, uh, but uh, uh, but how long how long how long are you gonna do what, what is fulfilling? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like it, 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 <laughs> when you go when you when you 50, it's all good to do it 25, 35. When you're 45, 55, it's like you know what I'm saying. You have to that You're that right. mindset that mindset of you You're know what right. I'm not ready for commitment. I'm not ready for commitment. Well. Engaging is, you know what I'm saying? It's just, that's just my opinion on that right there. No, 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 no. And and that's a valid point because it does make a difference when, you know, when we're talking about age. Um, You know, the the question is open-ended, but, you know, we're we're talking about different ages, different stages in people's lives. So when you're sitting there and you're saying, are you dating at 30 or 40 years old for fun, it's different. Most people at 40 are not dating for fun. Most people exactly. at 15, 16, like you said, at 18, 21, maybe all the way up to 30 might be dating for fun. And also the, the other dynamic is culture and race. I think a lot of times that plays a part in how people approach uh, relationships um, based on how they were taught, how they, you know, what they saw, what, what they've been through, um, what they, you know, what their parents been through, maybe their brothers and sisters. So, yeah, that that's a really great point that uh, that definitely makes a huge difference and, when you know people are looking at that clock, that clock is ticking at 40, 50 years old, or maybe latter 30s, and you haven't been in a serious relationship and you've been working on your career, you don't approach dating the same way as you would if you were, you know, fresh out of college or in college or just, you know, or in high school. Exactly. That's why. That's why. Um, you know, in today's society, where you know, what I'm saying women has women, our, our sisters have climbed to the top of the food chain as far as wearing the financial pants right now, it's like they've passed on, they've passed on, they've passed on opportunities of, of love or, you know what I'm saying? Happiness for, uh, uh, for a career, always thinking that it will be there. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's, that's, that's the, um, that's the, that's the hypocrisy in it. It's like, there's no love. Love is there to be taken, but time takes away love. So if you want to waste the time on not taking love, time will take it from you. And then once, he, once time takes it from you, it's hard to get back. It's hard to get back because now when somebody looks at you and you're like, yo, you're 40 and this and this, and they'd be like, oh, how many serious relationships you had? And you're like, I haven't had many. Now you're looking suspect because now the people are looking at you like, what's wrong with you that you're 40 years old, you're single, you're successful, and you're not being taken? Like, it's, you know, it's crazy. But, uh, you know, thank you for listening to my point. <laughs> 
Love the show. Mm-hmm. Keep listening on. Thank you, Absolutely. sir. Thank you, Martin. No doubt. Martin, we appreciate you calling Peace. in. Oh, as thank always. You. Yeah, always. Thank you, Lady Vixen. Thank you, Lady Vixen. <laughs> there you go. Oh Lord. Um smells like a date to me. <laughs> Think about it though. He what he said actually makes sense. Um age does play a part. Age plays a big part. I think the younger you are is, is the more life. You feel like you have a whole lot of life, you know, left. Right? So you feel like you can yeah. mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want. You got so much time. But the the closer you get to middle age, quote, unquote, right, the, the more a lot of us feel like we have to, we don't, we get that idea in our head, right? I don't want to be alone. I don't want to die alone. I don't want to yeah. be alone. So you want to latch on and you want to, you want to connect yourself in, in a relationship. Yeah. What spoke to was true. The older you get, yeah. a lot of, because you start feeling that, right? that we're more willing right. to, and I wonder if this is actual fact, like how many people are more willing to kind of settle almost the older you get because you feel like, like he said, time done passed you by. Time done, it it, it surpassed your youth. You're no longer that uh, spring chicken. You're no longer that young cat who can just, you know, pull anybody he wants. Now you have to kind of resort to different tactics. Um, if you're not Santiago, right? You gotta you gotta dig deep and go into different tactics yeah. to get somebody, right? Um I think there's also a, a double edged yeah. sword with that. You know there's a double edged sword. Well mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know, real quick is uh another point that he brought up was sex. Now sex is a as a really it's a determining factor for a lot of people and how they approach uh, dating because some people um, are are in it just to meet someone to have sex with um, that they can get comfortable with and enjoy that aspect of life and not necessarily like he said you know it is serious but some people uh, and I, I think it's age has of course age is a factor here as well but what about the person out there that just says you know the that career woman that doesn't want to get married or is at the point that she doesn't want to take any, anybody serious, but she wants companionship. She wants somebody to, you know, propitiate her, so to speak, every once in a while mm-hmm. physically. So, um, mm-hmm. well, we can't act like that's not a, a reason for some people to date. Of course, when you see somebody and you're attracted to them, if you're not attracted to them in a way that you would want to copulate or, or, you know, have some type of um, physical activity with i mean that would that, that would be interesting because i think a lot of people the, the, you know the first thing that they see in somebody is what they see is what they like and that's how they approach that person so sometimes mm-hmm. some people are in a space that they're just looking for multiple people to have fun with to have sex with um and at some juncture some point in their life and we can't take it away we can't remove the age factor because if this person's at 21 to 25, female or male, and they just want to have fun, and, and part of that fun is sex, it, it, it does look totally different than when you see that person at 40 or 45, 50, maybe already been through a couple relationships, raised their children. They're not looking at every relationship as sex, or maybe they might be at that point where they don't want another marriage, another serious relationship. They have kids. They got an empty nest. Empty nesters are always, you know, just out there to have fun at this juncture because 
their experiences in life may be totally different from somebody else's to say, you know what, um, I, I, for five years, I just want to have fun. Even even if the guy mm-hmm. is 40 and she's 45, maybe they still just want to have fun, and part of that fun is sex. Right. Well, we have a couple comments. I have Lee from New York is saying he believes that age is a factor unless the person really does accept what they really want. If that's just fun, then it's just fun. And then, you know, age doesn't matter pretty much. I agree. Um, right. I think that if, if you can be okay with your life choices, with the decisions that you make, I'm a person who firmly believes that do what you want and do it because you want to. Like be unapologetic about anything you want to do in this life, right? And the reason I say that is because mm, you yourself agree. have to live with whatever your decisions are, right? Now, yeah. if your decisions are not directly or negatively impacting another person's life, do what you want to do. If you say you don't want to be married, if you say you don't want to have children, you don't have to accept those things just because society tells you to, just because your parents want that for you. If it's not something you yourself want or you yourself don't see for yourself, then you don't have to accept those things. And I personally believe that, right? However, I kind of feel like we need to kind of slow down and start asking ourselves questions because, like I said, we will rush full speed ahead into whether it is just fun or whether it is really wanting potential love. We'll, We'll rush full speed ahead in either direction not really understanding what it could actually mean in either direction. Because just because everybody is telling you relationship, by this age you should be accomplished, you should be married, you should have children, but you may not, you may literally not see that. You may not want that at all for yourself. You may not want to be somebody's husband or wife. You may just not want the responsibility of taking care of another person or looking out for other people. You may not want that, yeah. and that's okay. But if that's not what you want, you have to live up and hold on to your beliefs against what other people are going to say and do about, you You know, what you're doing. But I want to play a quick song. We have lots of comments on this topic tonight. I'm going to play us a quick song, and we'll be back in just a moment. Cause I got a broke nigga Tryna buy me shit But 
And we are back again. It's your girl, KC Blaze, and I have Mr. Santiago in the building. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We're talking about one of his yes, favorite yes. subjects. We're talking about love, folks. He is the love, love. doctor. A.K.A. the, the master of love. A.K.A. The married yes, counselor. The golden plumber. Wow. Yes, because okay. I got the Midas um, touch. Mm-hmm. Everything I touch turns to gold. You just mix two professions, brother. You say, come on, cars or plumbing? Pick <laughs> one. <laughs> you got to or plumbing? You got to pick one. A man yeah. of many talents. I see, I see. Well, <laughs> all you have to do is call uh-huh. me, and you will find mm-hmm. out what talents I have. If you need <laughs> someone to talk to you, Call mm-hmm. me satisfaction guarantee. Huh? Well, the partial Sorry, guarantee, ladies. 914-205-5816. Again, we're talking about are you dating for fun or for potential mm-hmm. love? This is already getting deep, right? We got some comments because people are saying yes, yes. a lot mm. of people will say that they're dating for love, right? They're dating for love course, I'm dating because I want to... Looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking for love. Anyway. First of all, we are not on a country station. Um, Yeah. Look, I do it all. I do it all. I, do it all. I, I make... I appreciate all my people. Country folk, hillbillies, <laughs> rednecks, the brothers right. and sisters. You know what I mean? My Latinos, get your hablas español, ellos, you know, my everybody, man. I won't need to my Nigerian people. No that's what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. No yes. Listen. You mess with me, you will be. 
Ladies and gentlemen, are you dating for fun? Are you out here, you know, does it matter how old you are? Are you dating for fun? Are you just dating because you'd like to? Dating is fun. Dating is fun. Dating is fun. Getting to know somebody. Getting getting to know somebody is fun. Listen, I, I heard this saying a long time ago. If you don't like people, something is wrong with you. The most the, the the biggest thing, the most exciting thing, the it's just it's people. I mean, if you don't find people interesting, something is wrong. So I think getting to know someone, dating them, and and you know finding out what they like and doing different things with that person because everybody is a different book. It's like opening up a new book and getting to read and know that book, and that's exciting in itself because um, you know life is very mundane. A lot of things are the same. Hmm? What's the end game? What's the end game? If you're just dating well, people I mean, have fun, that's fine, right? We're trying to get to the end of the book. And then if it becomes Are your you favorite book, you'll read what, it again. What is the end of the book? That's the part. Dating appears not to have an end to the book because there, like, the, like Martin said, there is no, if there is never anything that's going to be a conclusion to your fun, where well, are you going? Okay. Mm-hmm. Marriage and children may be the ending of that book, but my ending of my books are usually, you know, propitiation of that woman, and then I discard that book. Hmm. Okay. Mm. I, see, that's unclear. That's so unclear to me. I feel like this. I feel like if you are unsure, you can even today. I feel like in today's dating world, you can even say that you're not sure. I'm not really sure what I'm looking for. I just know that I'm out here. I want to meet some good people, and I want to have fun. I'm not sure if you I have want sex. If I'm that, okay. See, well, then that you're you're sure you want to have sex. That's a conclusion. That's a that's an exclamation point. Let's talk Heck, about sex, baby. Let's talk sex. about you and me. Right. That's a conclusion. But that's a definitive statement. I'm here because I want to have fun. I want to meet some people and have some great sex. But then. But then, there is the but then, if the other person is not aware, because some people have a tendency to string people along in the direction of whatever it is going to take for me to say to get what I want and forget about mm. what you might want out of the situation. And that's where it becomes horribly um, toxic, and it becomes unfair and selfish on the person who's doing it. It's well, there's no rules to it. There's rules. There are rules. If I tell you I'm looking There's for no it, rules to it. To you make the rules as you go. And you say you're unclear. Everybody's I can work selfish. with that if I'm willing to go forward. But if you say, Everybody wants if you what say, they want. Yeah, I'm looking for a relationship. Knowing you're lying, you're only looking for sex. Then just say that. We live in a world where there's so many people willing to give it up. Like, you literally can get it from anybody. You can get it from anywhere. You ain't got a con me out of my – you ain't got a con me. Everybody cons themselves. Too. Get out of here, and they con no. everybody else. Everybody's selfish. Everybody wants what they want. They need what they need. They're going to go about it with every way. Life is too short. Life is too short right. to worry about so the next man, the next person. Right. Look what just happened to Kobe Bryant. Really? Let's Come on. Let's go out there. Let's no pressure. Have fun. Um, enjoy and just see and let it happen mm-hmm. organically. Let us see if two people want to be I together because they're enjoying each other. He was a married man. He obviously dated for love, so he was a married man. So even though it happened to him, and, you know, God rest his soul, that was a married man that you're talking about. Yeah, but, you know, he, he even had his moments. So, 
He even had his moments, so we're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. And we don't really know what else he did, but, I mean, other than that, though, you know, life from perspective when people. Yeah, well, okay. I got a few comments I want to read, all right? We got a caller. Oh, we got a caller? Okay. Um, You you want to do the caller first or my comments? Okay. Give us your comments. Uh, Tone from from Mississippi said, said he dates for fun, less pressure, let it flow into what is destined. Okay. Sweet tea from Texas. Mm -hmm. Only serious stuff looking for future mates. So I date for love and marriage. I see no potential. I end it uh, and I don't waste my time. Uh, Necro from New York said it starts as fun. People used to enjoy each other. Uh, I mean, need to enjoy each other, let let down their guard to see if there is a potential for love. Just because you decide to have sex within, with, within that fun doesn't mean it. it's a parameter of love. Oh, they hit some really good points. Let me comment to that really quick because I know myself I'll probably forget. Listen, I feel like that was a very good point. I'm not saying that you can't have sex while getting to know the person. That's not what I'm putting on the table. What I am saying, though, is that be clear with what you want in initially. If we're having a conversation, right. right, and you say you're looking for something serious, and I say, well, eventually I'm looking, you know, I would like to be in something serious. Now, in the dating process, the part that we need to understand is when we're in the dating process, I might not be a match for you. We might get along. We might like each other. But ultimately, we may not be a match, right? And that should be okay. You should be okay with that. Um, And that's where a lot of us are not okay. We're not okay with not being matches with everybody we go on a date with. Like, you you and I might not be a match. So if we're not a match, it's okay. If I say I'm looking for a serious relationship and you say you're looking for a serious relationship, it doesn't mean that we're going to be serious together. It just means our end game is pretty much that we're both working toward the same thing. It may not be you. It may be you. But let's let's both be under the knowledge and awareness that we're both looking ultimately for the same thing. Now, if you say that you're looking for sex, and I say, well, guess what? I am, I'm looking for sex, but within the confines of a serious relationship, right? Then respect that and keep it moving. There's another person who's not looking for the same thing as me. Go connect with her. Now, because you might look at me and be like, oh, mm-hmm. I just want to lay you down. Well, guess what? Now I consider you, you're a thief to me now. Now I, I would consider you a thief. You're a con in that case. Why? <laughs> because if you offer your sir, to get what you want from me, knowing that I told you I want something serious, when your whole ambition and, and motive and mood were to just lay me down with nothing else, nothing else, you're a con artist. And on that note, I'm going to mm. let our caller call in. Um, four four three five. It looks like a familiar caller. Hello, caller. Please state your name. Hi, it's Cassandra. Hey, Hi. Cassandra. <laughs> Give it to us, girl. I um, know you were listening, so I knew you have something to say. I was. I think it's a great conversation, um, as usual. Um, first, I would say uh, the golden plumber should probably not quit his day job. Is uh the singing, yeah. That's just that is my day job. Uh, the day job. You probably don't get paid well for that. I'm just saying, but mm, uh, okay. <laughs> Got me. Got me. 
I'm just saying, outside of that, I think that there, I always find it interesting that we make this mutually exclusive. Like, why is it, you know, either dating for fun or looking for a relationship? Like, right there, just making it mutually exclusive kind of puts one in this category that we want and one in a category that we're like, uh, you know? Like, one is fun and one isn't, kind of. You know what I mean? When they both can be, and they can both be a progression of each other. So, like, you can – I think when we're young, we should date for fun. Like, it shouldn't be about um, having some type of end game because I think once we put that in our head, then, um, like you were saying, um, Casey, each time we go out there, we're thinking, oh, this is maybe the one. You know, we put this pressure on ourselves mm-hmm. and we kind of can push it – try to push, you know, a round peg into a square hole or whatever they're saying, a square peg into a round hole, one of them. I'm, I'm not sure. But we end up doing that when, you know, we're so focused on a relationship. At the same time, you know, just as humans and the way that um, the process works, in order for us to mate, you know, I think sometimes – we do convince ourselves, you know, that this is the one so that we can do that. I've always been of the mindset that for men, there is this tendency, you know, to just get what they can in terms of, you know, in dating, whether that just be sex or whatever. And then that moment that you were talking about where you, where a guy has to do more work in order to get the dates, they start thinking about settling down. That's just the way that our culture has, you know, conditioned you know, us all to think. And so women kind of jockey for position to be in place when a guy gets to a point that he wants to settle down so that he kind of picks them. It's almost like musical chairs or something, you know? So I think a lot of that happens too. But I think one of the best ways to navigate, in my opinion, and this is, you know, you have to take with a grain of salt. I've never been married. So, you know, mm-hmm. I kind of always been, you know, a dater. Um, I think the best way to go about it is with integrity, like you were talking about. Identify what your intentions are and not just being integrous to everybody else, but also to yourself so that when you're out there, you know, navigating the social arena and you're not putting pressure on yourself and you're really just trying to get to know and fill out people, have enough integrity for yourself to to know when you should move forward with something or if you should let it go and to not allow yourself to venture too far down an emotional path where you can't, you know, make a decision either way. So that's kind of wow. my two cents on that. I think that's an amazing two cents. And I think you're very accurate one in saying um, accurate in, in stating that a lot of us do put pressure on ourselves. It's not just, men who get what they want, right? Women get things that they want out of certain situations as well. But I feel like yes. overall, right, and ultimately, we do set ourselves up. That's why I stated it. It's almost like we are breaking our own hearts, right? In the sense that yes. we will see something and we'll keep pressing for something that may not be a good fit. And instead of letting it go, we allow ourselves to be um, pretty much ran through the ringer, 
to the point where it's no longer the other person doing it to you. It's you doing it to yourself, um, and you're using them. Oh, why can't they see how much I care about them? Well, because they already checked out, and they kind of probably already told you that they checked out. Right. <laughs> you understand? And their actions right. probably have told you that, they, that they've checked out. Um, but you're still, you're still going. You're still going to hold on. You're going to still take, take hold of the reins and keep, keep pulling and, and pushing Pressing and prodding. Because that's what you wanted. Exactly. Right. But yeah. you know what? And, that's and, the this, and then I'll, I'll get off. The, another thing is what they call new relationship energy. And I think there's a lot of people out there who thrive in that and then feel this down downer as that new relationship energy starts to dissipate. And they think, you know, that that means it's the ending as well. When? It may not be. It may just be that you're moving into a new phase. That's one. And then the wow. other point that I think is important is that I think some people – when you find the right person, you find the ability to date them for the rest of your life. Like dating doesn't that reminds have to me. You have to. Yeah, that reminds me of a song. The thrill is gone. Oh my god. The thrill <laughs> is gone. Yeah, I, I forgot the rest of the words, but I wrote that song yes, two years ago. Me. But uh. Please the thrill is gone. <laughs> anyway. Please, please. You know. Please, uh, this is what we do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we need some music. Um, we enjoy you when you call in. I want to yes, say yes. I appreciate you for giving your comments. I already have people stating that, oh, she's stating facts. So they appreciate you, too. Um, if you haven't oh, already, hit the button to be notified of any upcoming episodes. I shall. Thank you so much, you guys. No problem. We have another caller. I'm going to, I don't know if we want to be on air so soon. What I'm going to do is kind of like piggyback off of what she said and then I'll let the other caller through. Um, mm-hmm. What she said is that a lot of times in relationships, um, will get comfortable or it'll start transitioning into this new phase of the relationship. And here we thought it's the end because we're on a high. In the beginning of a relationship, right. everybody, it's called the honeymoon phase. We all go through that, right, where everything is just it's so good. good. It's, it's so awesome good. awesome at the beginning. Sweet. Yes, you get butterflies when you hear the person. Your heart beats really quickly. New, new booty. It's new booty. Right. You're willing to wake up in the middle of the night when they call. But then when you get comfortable and you're comfortable and familiar with the person, then it yeah. becomes like, you know, you start to equalize. You start to get into this comfortable space. But I feel like, though, even in that, if some people may get to that space a little faster than others, and right. if that is the case, mm-hmm. then I think the person who got to that space first should um, make the other party aware so that they're not feeling some type of what. That's all I'm saying, right? That makes the that's most when, sense. That's when you got to spice it up. People out there, that's when you got to come see the sexologist and I'll spice mm. stuff up and let you know right. what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? So we can sit there and figure out how we can keep this situation correct. Sometimes you need to see the sexologist once a week, mm-hmm. um, right. ladies, so you still have that thrill for your man. 
and every once in a while you can see that, you know, the, the golden yeah. plumber can propitiate you and yeah. clean your pipes and take care of you. Somebody's coming to kill you. Somebody's man is coming to kill you. Um, <laughs> no, they're going to appreciate me. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, Making life no. better for them. I'm talking about propitiating with their woman, okay? They don't need that Appreciate type Appreciate the propitiator. There you go. That rhymes. Absolutely not. Um, I have a caller. 215-28. Hello, caller. Yes, this is this is David calling out of Germantown. As I'm listening hey, to Hey, what a great name. <laughs> that's right. That's that that's that quality name for King and Beloved. They understand right. that. They right. always say that, you know, if you're dating for purpose or dating for fun, people that are dating mm-hmm. for purpose right. should only date people for purpose. If you're dating for fun, only date people who are out dating for fun. So you can eliminate a lot of the nonsense and the BS that happens. But when it comes down to dating people, especially when y'all talked about the honeymoon phase, you excited when you out dating people early on. The difference is that we plan different for folks. Early on, if if I know I asked you out, I'm already planning what I'm going to do with you. And mm. vice versa, women always plan for the man. Once you start dating more often, you stop planning the way you used to, especially let's say if two people move in together. What I know is that when we were just dating, you were living in your own home. You took care of everything you had to do, knowing that I'm coming by at 7, 30, 8 o'clock to get you. But when you start living together or being together, now I get to see all your patterns, saw how you was before you went to work, when you left to go to work, the things you got to work on. When you're living in two separate households, it's a whole different gamut of stuff. Because all you know mm-hmm. is I'm seeing you 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. I don't see your daily routine. When people do get together and get comfortable, is because they feel as though they did enough to get you. And once you end, they say, all right, I'm good, mm. I'm comfortable. And then as, as the sex doctor talk about, you're not being sexual as much, you're not going out as much, you fall into a routine, it becomes stale, and that relationship hits a wall. And now we in trouble. What kind of people? Now, the, you're right. You the are- thing I was looking at, like, you know, mm-hmm. everybody can tell us about le- levels of relationship. It's the last point I want to make, levels of relationship. What a, what is mm-hmm. there is dating, then we boyfriend and girlfriend, we get married. What's the next level after marriage? And please say, don't say grow old and die. It got to be another level. <laughs> if that's the end, then I got a problem. Then I don't want to be married. There should never be an end. There got to be another level. What's the next? Somebody, nobody has ever told me what's the next level. <laughs> What's the what's the next level after that? Now I'm a college right. professor, so I, I I teach the stuff. I got marriage and family classes that I teach all of that stuff. So I always ask my my people in my in my class, what is the next level after marriage? And everybody that mm. says, I said, if anybody say grow old and die, I'm throwing water on divorce. <laughs> exactly, right, divorce. That that men and women got to have honest dialogue and women have to have, you're going to love this one, man. A woman got to have a man that will tell her the truth about herself and the truth about men and he cannot be sexually attracted to her. Wait a minute now. Say that again. You got to, that one every literally. Woman, every woman needs to have a man that will tell yeah. her the truth about herself. 
mm-hmm. also that will tell her the truth about men, and this man cannot be romantically interested in her. You got to have that independent person. You can't say that's my uncle, that's my dad. Nope, I don't want to hear all of that. And then mm-hmm. here's I'm gonna leave you on this note. To understand if somebody ready for you, you ask one question, lady. If any man want to talk to a woman, let that man say anything he has to say. And the question that she needs to say to him is, what is it about you that will make me want to have you in my life? Then if that guy says, Dad, sis, why are you coming at me like that? He's out. If he says, oh, I can show you, if I can show you better than I can tell you, he's out. What you want him to tell you is who he is as a man. If he say, I'll support you in your dreams and your endeavors, uh, you know, I'm caring, I'm loving, uh, uh, I'll do this, I'm spiritual. You want him to tell you everything about who he is as a man. But here's the last Mm -hmm. part, and I'm going to get off the radio. Then she has to look at him and say, I'm going to hold you accountable to that. Okay. Uh, you said Dave, did you? That's right. Mr. Mm-hmm. Good Night Dave, uh, single on Saturday Night well, TV well, show. I'll talk. I'm going to hunt him down and give him your Facebook just so y'all can line that up. Dave, you line that up real smooth. <laughs> All right. This is Mr. Good Night. Awesome call. Thank you, Saturday Dave. Night. Call again. All right. You That's too. Uh, All right. <laughs> Thank you for calling in. Um. Wow. Now, isn't that yeah. about some facts? Um, I actually have an example. He shut me. He shut me down. I, 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 I didn't know how to <laughs> I come back. David shut me down. Listen, you hey, know what's interesting? Hey. <laughs> if anybody can shut me down, it's gonna be Dave. Yes. All right. <laughs> what's interesting? Absolutely. What's interesting about that is I actually have somewhat of a similar example, right? Um, there was a guy for years. For years, he kept trying to get at me, kept trying to get at me, kept trying to get at me. One day, I needed to go, and I needed change, so I stopped into the store, and he went in behind me. And he came, he approached, and he goes, excuse me, you know, when are you going to give me a chance? So I turned around, I, like, looked him direct in the eye, and I said, mm. tell me, what, what's your intention? What's your intentions with me? Mm. Right? That's a very direct question. You can't run from that question. Right? What he said. So now he he's standing there and he's doing this. He um, came from behind you, saw all that all that tail. So what <laughs> he's confused. He might have been discombobulated, but that was the wrong day to discombobulated. be discombobulated. That's all exactly. That's the wrong time. So as he tried but as he, he tried does, to maneuver around those curves right, and right. say to you right. He said to me, uh um, uh, um, and so I said to him, "Never say I didn't give you a, a, a shot. Never tell, never he tell me started? I didn't give you a chance." He didn't say anything, which tells me his intention was no good. I just was out after that. You can't come oh, to me after man. that. Saying, I never give you a chance. You, <laughs> but, you just but, lost. But hold up. But hold up. You but talk about you? the person that got game and and can come back with a retort with, you know, with something slick, and what that does, you know, give that guy a chance, right. man. He was blown away now, by your beauty you and the booty and, you know, you what if the guy came, what if he was a slickster? 
if you spend years crushing on somebody, and she and you have you've been uh, having enough nerve to approach, so she finally turns to you and she uh, asks you, you might have just let a good one go. Everybody well, can't what? be I Santiago. <laughs> I got, I got. Everybody can't be me. Everybody, you know, doesn't think like me, talk like me, look like me. You know, all those things. So for me, I, I have, of course, I, I'm gonna come back and say something really good. And next thing you know, she's walking out of the store with me, getting in my car. So, um, but like everybody, everybody's not. Everybody's not. Everybody wasn't given the gifts that I have. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, ladies, listen, get that stuttering imbecile, give them a chance. Sometimes, you know, some guys are not good at putting their words together. And sometimes right. they're just caught off guard, you know what I mean, that you turn around and you look him in his eyes and he's like, oh, my gosh, he's gorgeous, and he's not ready for it. For me, it's easy because I'm, I'm you know, I'm reciprocating your gorgeousness with my own gorgeousness. So. Well, okay. So is that what it is? For as long as you think that yeah. you look Phenomenally great. You're not intimidated yeah. by a confident. You can't do the Medusa to me. I mean, you know, I'm I'm immune to that. You can't look me in my eyes and I turn to stone. I mean, for me it's just you if anything, you're gonna look into my eyes and you're gonna turn to stone. You're gonna be like, Oh my gosh. Uh, you know. Right. Gee Willikers. He's awesome. Willikers. I don't know what mm-hmm. part of town you are you seeing G Willikers, but you, I, I never, I never, <laughs> <laughs> never know. I won't knock Jersey. it. I won't knock it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from all over the world. I say everything all over for the world. all my people. Yes, I'm Mr. Right. International. You know what I mean? I'm, well, I'm from the hmm. human race. No race. Human race. Right. The human no, race. Not, not really, but I am an alien, but all right. Anyway. <laughs> Recant your statement. Well, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to play a song and we'll be back in just a moment.
Hey, you all. What's up? I'm Sierra. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Hey, I'm Mariah Carey. Hey, what's up? It's Jay-Z. You're back with Lady Victim Radio. And we are back. It's your girl, Casey Blaze and Santiago, both in the building. Yes, and yes. Mm-hmm. Tonight, we're talking about are you dating for fun or are you dating for potential love? A lot of us, like we stated earlier in the show, really don't know. Some of us are stating we want one thing, but we really want something else. Or what if you're in a situation, because Santiago? They're looking for love in all the wrong right. places. Right. Now, I got a comment, dog. I want to read just this, this last one real quick because I know we have <laughs> you have some more comments and, and some more stuff, and I, I believe some more callers. <laughs> this one came from Rico from Tennessee, and he said, mm-hmm. two goals for dating is to have sex, which is fun, or marriage, which is mm-hmm. love. Santiago, you're a funny a-hole. Your callers are awesome. <laughs> And can you give Cassandra my phone number? Rico, <laughs> sure can. First of I all, if she ain't giving me consent, we definitely ain't doing that. But anyway, right? Yeah, I'm just, um, I'm just messing with Rico, you. Rico, what's your for For uh, even liking Cassandra enough to want to say that on air. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. That's cool. Right, though. Right. I you gave credit to everybody. You mm-hmm. have to. Think when it comes to dating, we can't exclude the fact because he's right. Sex is fun, right? It is fun. Dating is right. fun. Going out on dates is fun. Getting to know a person is fun. What we're referring to, though, what I am referring to is if it's leading to an end game, which would be what more serious, a serious relationship. Like you said, I actually do believe that sometimes the better option would be to not be out looking for it because that's when it'll find you. Um. Or if you're going to be going in search of, you have to be comfortable with the notion that you're going to meet a lot of people in dating. You're going to meet a lot of people who may not be in alignment with what you're talking about. You're going to meet a lot of people who are just dating for fun. You kind of have to weed out those people who are speaking a different language. Sometimes people give telltale signs on themselves, right? If a person is going along too easily with everything that you're saying, they're like a yes man or a yes woman, then those are signs that they're they're portraying the too nice card. For example, if it's a woman who's being too nice and she's saying she, she never says she wants a relationship because maybe you said you only want friendship first, so she's going along to get along. Or if you're the guy who is, you know, if you're a woman and you're dating a guy who's saying, that he wants a relationship, you got to let his actions speak louder than what his words are saying. Because some people have perfected mm. the language of good game, and they can tell you anything. Right. But it's their actions that will tell you the truth. If they're not acting yeah. in a way that's in alignment with what they're saying, then you got to let them go. You have to let them go, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, I also want to say this. I think he summed it up. I think so, too, mm-hmm. but let me say really quickly. I think people who are looking for love and they want love and they want it so badly, right, and there's nothing wrong with wanting love to be loved, to find love, to have somebody love you. Nothing is wrong with that. But sometimes you put and set yourself up for people who are predators. 
And predator in the in the sense of they will take advantage of the fact that you want love. And your love search will come off and appear desperate in nature because you want it so badly, right? And And there are some people who literally scout out people who are looking for love, and they scout them out. And as a result, they'll play and or manipulate certain situations mm-hmm. that will cause you to be in a vulnerable situation. They'll try to get what they can get out of you. They'll try yeah. to do whatever it is, whatever it is. And to that, to your detriment, pretty much, basically. Right. So I say be careful you know, of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a saying that, uh, a saying that's a real simple one that's been, I mean, it's very old to say love is blind. But I actually added something to that. I say love is blind, but it's also blinding. Mm. It's blinding? You know, sometimes, yeah, because sometimes when you're, you know, in love or you think you're in love, you're not really seeing things clearly. You know, emotions can can uh, can block, you know, you seeing what you really need to see or looking for love also can be blinding. So sometimes you're, you know, you you know like you were saying sometimes you're just not your your it's what you really want and to that to that point is sometimes you're not really seeing for what it, a person for what they are or who they really are and you know you can't it goes back to what I was saying is sometimes you can't look for stuff you gotta let it find you and just let it happen um, organically instead of oh you know my 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 clock is ticking I'm getting older I have to find this person I got you know and then once you get to that point. You know, sometimes in in in, des- in desperation, you know, it speaks for itself. The word desperation, you may make bad choices. Right, and it's true. It's true that we we have a tendency that we can um, make bad choices, and sometimes a person is clearly telling you who they are, right? Like I said before, and at this point, it's no longer them, and that is it. I Listen, I wrote the book, and literally, I wrote the book, Are You Predestined for Divorce? And the reason that book was written was yeah. for people to sit and be able to acknowledge, are you looking at things that you wouldn't tolerate from someone else, but maybe this person looks so good, right? They're so damn hot. Whatever it is that's attracting you to like, that person, like me. Where's my cricket sound effect really quick? Listen. Like me. Just like you, son. <laughs> but, but hear that, though. You're, a person will sit and have things that are they, they cannot tolerate. And if it were another person who was less attractive, who had a, you know, whatever it is, they will not tolerate from that from the other person. But let somebody hot, mm. fucking hot, come up with the same level of intolerable behavior. You take it. Because, man, this person looks good. Or so, this person is sweet. Or this All that glitter is, is not gold. But, mm-hmm. All that glitter is not gold, but. but Absolutely. I, I, it's true. But I am. I'm that gold that glitters. Well, he's so. he's, I can't claim the gold, but he's doing something over here. Yeah, folks. but I, um, I, I, I forewarned you, ladies. Too much Don't in the tie I'm not one to be kept. You hear that, ladies? Never go to a sexologist who says he's not one to be kept. You hear that? Dude, I just <laughs> dropped Mike. Drop Mike. Um, no. I was, yes. I was put on this planet for many, not not for the few, for many. Well, I have to. That, 
you're telling them With all great that. Power, I'm like a superhero. Great power comes great responsibility. And I have a responsibility to my people, <laughs> to my ladies, to make sure they are conciliated, assuaged, placated, mm-hmm. appreciated, and taken care of mm-hmm. for the rest of their life. Now I drop the money. Right. And by rest of your life, he means by the end of the month. Listen, I hear you. <laughs> I really do. I yes. get it, right? Um, <laughs> but think about it, though. Think about that. A lot of us in a lot of cases do just that. We will deal with things that are intolerable. Like you said, it is blinding because we want the person. We put them on a pedestal. We will put them in our mind's eye will hold them to such high esteem, and they may not have earned it. And because they didn't earn it, you're just looking at them through what the potential. Somebody actually brought this up. They said people look at people not for who they are but for their potential. And if I see the potential in you, right, then I'm going to hold on to it because I can see something in you that tells me that you might potentially be great. So now I want to hold on to this potential greatness even though, whole time you holding the mirror up to me. I see the ridiculousness. I see that you're crazy. I see that you're this. I see that you're that. But whole time you're not. I'm I'm placing that esteem. I'm putting you on that pedestal. And not and it's unfair to the person because they may not want to be on the pedestal. That's that might be why they're acting more like a jerk, right? Because they don't want you to put them on the pedestal. They don't want to be worshipped. They don't want to be um, held in such a high esteem because what happens when people when you put a person up on a on a high pedestal and they didn't they were not prepared to be there they didn't say they wanted to be there what happens is it doesn't allow them a chance to be human and what does that mean it means if I can't be human around you because I can't express fault I can't do anything wrong because I'm going to shatter your world I'm going to devastate you like crazy then guess what? It, it literally you you person who's putting that person on that um, high esteem and that that um, pedestal, you're setting yourself up, and then you're setting the person up. I used to say this in my past relationship all the time that you're setting me up for failure. You're always setting me. I always feel like everything, every move you make is to set me up for failure. I feel like I'm always going to lose because the way you're doing things and the way you're looking at me is like you're holding me to some standard that I'll never be able to reach. I'll never get there. And if I'm never going to get there, then that means what? It means I'm not the right person for you. And that's pretty it's pretty simple if we look at things from that perspective. Okay, okay. Well, you just got to stop playing checkers and start playing chess. So, <laughs> look at you. So now you said one thing I agree with. One thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> stop playing checkers. Start playing chess. You know. You know they're what? Out there chasing, facts. chasing the wrong type of dude, huh? I think that's facts. Sometimes it's not even the wrong type of dude because I believe that all of us have the capacity, right, to be to be a good person um, to anybody, right? But if you see a game player, I, listen, I literally watched a guy's YouTube, and he put out some facts. He said that sometimes, and let me let me ask you this: sometimes guys will test a woman early on to see what level of respect he should give her. Sometimes he may throw mm-hmm. out. 
um, an overtly sexual joke. He may expose right. himself through a picture, but it's all to gauge her response to that that tactic. Mm. If she's if she's quiet, if she's passive, if she doesn't correct him, he might get the idea that it's okay to continuously do her that way. So now she's right. inadvertently setting herself up to have this guy continuously do things to her. Um, I personally, listen, I could start a museum with the amount of um, penis pictures that I receive, right? I could literally what? start, like, wall-to-wall, wall-to-wall museum. If you come at me talking about you want to send me a penis TMI. picture, be prepared. If I didn't ask for it, we're not on that level. I don't even like you like that. I don't even know you like that. And you sending me your penis picture, guess what? I will, I'm a, a person who is crazy enough, right, to tell you something. So right. You're not going to feel good about yourself if you send me that unwarranted. I didn't ask for it. It's unwelcome. I'm, I'm going to shut well, you I down, think, and I'm going to let you know why I'm doing it. Well, I think even though I am the golden plumber and um, mm. I'm very, uh, well, you know, what I have is, you know, it's very satisfying um, more than that, but <laughs> – I think that mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. That's kind of a weird approach for me for, to test somebody by showing them a picture of your of your junk. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, a lot of guys have that audacity. And 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 a, and a friend of mine once said, she said, "Why do guys do that?" You know, and I said, mm-hmm. "You know, for every single woman, one or two women that that you know, or maybe more, that may feel like it's offensive. There's one or two women that that don't feel that way." So sometimes yeah. guys do yeah. things, He's kind of say things. Right. Yeah, if they say things and it worked one time, they'll try it again. You know, so you know sometimes they'll say something vulgar like, "Man, I I I wouldn't mind being between your legs or whatever." Say something crazy, but you know women are like, "Man, what kind of game is that?" You know, why would he say that? That that like that goes nowhere. And I and I remind them for every every five or ten women that shoot him down. There might be one or two women that accept that and and just laugh and just and, and actually don't no, don't really get offended by it and he'll do it again or maybe even got somewhere with that I lady that didn't take offense. Ladies, hmm? I say correct them, correct them, be, be very precise right. in your correcting. You can still be a lady. I consider myself to be a lady, so if I'm I'm very ladylike in telling you about yourself. If you come You're at me wrong, I'm very much so ladylike. I'll let you know how I'm feeling about it, and you know if I if I like you enough to continue, and then we'll continue. If not, right, then you, right. If that'll be known as well. That'll be expressed as well. Um, but I feel like never let anything slide, especially in the beginning part, because you'll never know, or or maybe. By stating those things, right, he's letting you know that he's only looking for fun. However, it doesn't mean that you can't right. show a person how to treat True. you and they turn into love. So well, it's yeah. kind of like a double-edged sword, right? Well, the funny thing about that also is that it just doesn't happen to women. It happens to me. I have – I could put up a museum of, you know, mm. uh, uh, breast shots and, and rear shots and, you know – uh uh, B shots. So, you know, um, but they, you know, they, they, I guess they're, you know, they heard about me and they want to make sure that, you know, or, or try their hand to say, this is what I got. Come and get it. And I'm like, okay, well, um, maybe later, maybe tomorrow. 
but yeah, women do it too. Women do it to men, and you know, it's not a one-way street. So I mean, and they're pretty much like mm-hmm. you said, and I take it that way as well. They're just letting you know what their intentions are very early on by displaying that. Yeah, they're not, you know, if, I mean, but that's not meaning that something else can't come from it. It just, it's kind of, well, right now I want to have fun. I want to, you know, I want to see what the Golden Plumber is about. And um, mm. and then we could, you know, we could sort the rest out as we go on. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's exactly the noise. Boring. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I think what's most interesting, and we're narrowing our time down, is that, yes. one, I think everybody should be a bit more transparent. If it is that you are only looking for fun, express that. And then go in the circle like David, our caller, stated. Go and be involved with other people who are only looking for fun. That way, everybody's already on the same page. You're not offending and upsetting anybody. They already know what the motive is. Everybody is transparently clear. Now, if you're looking for a relationship, I think people who are only looking for fun, I think they are, they pretty much can be the worst of the worst. In fact, the person that they are trying to pursue states that I'm looking, I'm looking for a potential relationship. Now, if you say that and you know you only want fun, I feel like it's a disservice. But I, but I also feel like this. If both parties give the person a choice, that's all I'm saying. Never take away somebody's choice. If I say I'm only looking for love, I'm looking for love, and then you say, well, you know what, right now I'm not really sure, then and give me that gives me the choice to say, okay, do I like this person enough to continue? Or at least to get to know right. him. Because who knows, you might be nice, you know, in general, you might meet a great person. But my point is give the person a choice. If you don't take people's choices away, nobody can be upset about that. And then mm-hmm. if the person do what it is and you chose to give them a choice, then in that stance, you have to take the side of accepting the fact that they didn't want anything serious and don't break your own heart because you can't hold them accountable for relationship-type things if they did not say they want a relationship. Everybody should be clear. We're all grown here. Nobody should be walking around acting like a child by not being able to say what they want and stand by it. That's only what I'm going to say. We are at the end of the hour, right? Everybody who calls in, I appreciate you. Yes, um, awesome if you calls. have not already, hit the follow button. You know you like us. You know we great. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Of any upcoming episodes, next time you can call in to give a shout-out, leave a comment, or give your opinion on the night's topic. We will be back on Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so you can tune in as well. Santiago, I am going to pass you the mic. I'm not even going to call you. you the golden the sexologist, the Midas touch, give us a good night. Uh, thanks for call the callers, Dave, Martin, and Cassandra. And I want to leave everybody on this note: what everything that glitters is not gold. I I am the golden plumber. Mm-hmm. Good night. <laughs> Every you're gonna end it on that note. Everything that glitters is not gold, except me. You know, I hear you. On that note, we're going to say peace. Peace. Thank you for listening and tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Until next time, peace.